It is a technological world, although it's a world of the Faja. I often say that he's uh, Western Canada's best dad. So uh, happy almost Father's Day there, uh, big daddy. Yeah, it comes on Sunday, doesn't it? Mm, I know. It's almost your weekend. So what's uh, what goes on in the Kylo household for Father's Day? Do you get like the foot rubs? Do you get, you know, some some handmade paper ties? What What goes on? Uh, we usually just do s- stuff together. We'll probably play some games. There's an alternate tournament this weekend, so we'll be out watching and playing some disc sports. It's just mm-hmm. an opportunity to hang out. I like it. All right. This is cool. I like that. I mean, it's it's a great day if you like your kids, but for sure. <laughs> yes. Ide- ideally, as a father, you like your kids and you want to spend time with them. That's right. That helps. <sighs> okay, let's get started. One thing Blaine does, of course, other than um, the, um, uh, 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 the the father thing, is the gaming thing, which coincides nicely with the father thing, frankly, to make you the world's coolest dad. So let's get started here. Um, I don't know when the clip is for. So why don't we get started um, yeah. with your with what you got for not, that? Not right away. Um, this is this is the time of year when, like a few years ago, I would actually be in LA right. for the Electronic Entertainment Expo, the E3 thing. Hmm. Uh, and then we had that pandemic, so E3 didn't happen for a few years. And now this what year, pandemic? E3, E3 didn't really happen at all this year because the industry's kind of shifted. And instead of all of the big players wanting to spend a bunch of money to be part of the E3 trade show, they're kind of doing their own things now. So E3 didn't happen this year. And instead, we've got all of these independent, um, not independent, but individual uh, things that were set up. So a few weeks ago, we had the PlayStation um, do their thing. And then on Sunday, which was traditionally the day that Xbox would do their thing, Microsoft had an online thing that they did, the Xbox Showcase. Now, they also did something in person in L.A. for people who were there for um, other reasons. But what I did on last Sunday, it was kind of like Father's Day last Sunday because the kids and I sat on the couch and we actually Mm. watched two hours of Xbox stuff, an hour of Xbox literally just running through game demo or game trailer one after another for a full hour. They showed 27 games in that hour, games that are coming to the Xbox platforms. And then at the end of that, they ended up with a sort of 45-minute showcase of Starfield. Now, this is a game that you've heard me talk about a lot at various times in the past year when we knew that this was a game coming from Bethesda Game Studios. This is the studio that made Fallout. This is the studio that made the Elder Scrolls games. And Starfield is them taking their expertise and creating role-playing games that have really deep stories and going from the sort of fantasy world that Elder Scrolls is in or the sort of post-apocalyptic wasteland that Fallout is. And instead, they're going into space. And one of the things that Todd Howard, who leads the development teams at Bethesda, he says that this is something that they've been talking about. And here's a clip of him saying this. From the Elder Scrolls, the Fallout, we love creating these worlds and playing in them just as much as you do. And throughout all that time, we'd often talk about and dream up the space game. What if we could take that feeling 
of being who you want to be and exploring a new world, but set it in space where you weren't really limited in where you could go or what you could do. And that is Starfield. This is a pretty impressive game. Now, a lot is riding on this because it, Xbox hasn't had a really big exclusive and because they bought Bethesda, this is an exclusive game. This is the first game from Bethesda that will be exclusive to the Xbox platforms. And this is a game that they've been wanting to do for a while, but the technology hasn't actually been there. And what it looks like is there's a little bit of No Man's Sky in here. There's a little bit of Mass Effect in here, but it's very much a Bethesda game studio. When you watch the trailer, you'll realize that there are similar elements in Starfield that you would find in Elder Scrolls and Fallout. This is a massive game where you become part of Constellation, this organization set up to explore space. And as in other Bethesda games, you're going to make the game your own and how you construct your spaceship, the way you, the missions that you choose to go on, the companions that you add to your crew and, and how then you develop your character and how you play the game is going to be distinct and unique to you. This is a massive world, we're told, and it's a game that is being released on September 6th, and it's a game that's going to take a long time to play. The odds are that this is going to deliver in ways that Xbox needs it to, and all of the fans hope that it will. Well, Xbox fans are rabid, aren't they? They do love it. Summertime, though, when everyone's living into summertime love and, and doing their things, some people like to go outside and, and enjoy the sun and take a time off the games, and then there are others that love the cool basement and dive into the games. What do we have coming up this summer, Blaine? Well, we've got lots because Summer Game Fest was happening, and that was one of the things that's kind of replaced E3. And in addition to Xbox showing off Starfield and the other games that they've coming, they've got coming like a reboot of the Fable franchise, Clockwork Revolution and South of Midnight, which are exclusives. There's a new Microsoft Flight Simulator coming, um, and it, it's not coming until next year, but to tide you over... When the second Dune film releases on November 3rd, you're going to be able to get into the existing Microsoft Flight Simulator, and you're going to be able to pilot an ornithopter. This is a thing that they're bringing into the existing Microsoft Flight Simulator as an expansion, where you're going to be able to pilot that flying vehicle from the Dune franchise. Also, new announcements from Ubisoft. Star Wars Outlaws is a f- the first open-world Star Wars game that's been created. It's set after the events of The Empire Strikes Back and features a Han Solo analog in the character of Kay Vest. That's coming out next year. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, also from Ubisoft, also from Massive, is another open-world adventure set in the world of James Cameron's Avatar series. And we're getting, in October, another Assassin's Creed game from Ubisoft. This is called Mirage, and it tells the origin story of Basim, who was introduced in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And it looks like this is a bit of a throwback to some of the the way the early Assassin's Creed games were, so not overdeveloped, not with too much going on, but a return to that sort of Middle Eastern environment, too, this game is set in Baghdad. So those are all things that are coming. But 
the thing that I'm playing now and the thing that I was playing with my kids on the weekend is Diablo 4. So is and Ryan. Is, yeah. That's all he does. He just uh, he's playing and playing and playing with it nonstop. He hasn't seen it, daylight in two weeks. It's it's a fantastic, you know, and this is a game I probably, I'm playing it with my kids. Now, this is a mature rated game. This is a game that is about demons taking over the world, the battle between light and dark. It's got blood and gore and all kinds of fantasy violence. And yes, I'm playing it with my kids because my kids are old enough that they can actually take this. My kids are not six and seven years old. They're 14 and 15 and so this is an age where they're accepting these kinds of games. They see what they can have. And Diablo 4 is giving us something that a lot of games don't give us anymore, couch co-op. We can actually sit together on the couch and play together, only two at a time, sadly. So the kids are taking turns with me. How would um, you do that but, at home when you have other things? Would you, you'd have to have two gaming systems in the house then. If you wanted to, like if you didn't have the couch co-op sort of play the same thing side by side on the same this screen, is, you would literally is, have to have two gaming systems in the same house. And two or more TVs for each of right. the systems and multiple subscriptions. So this is one of the things, like it used to be that you would have couch co-op was a part of lots of games. And so you could play two person on the same TV, same system, same couch. Um, and it's few and far between the games that deliver this experience, but it's something that Diablo 4 is doing. So not only do we get to have different characters, so I'm playing a necromancer, my daughter's playing a rogue, my son's playing a sorcerer, the graphics are amazing. This is a game that has a really rich, nuanced story and excellent acting. So it's not just a dungeon crawler that's mindless. There's a really interesting story being told here and some interesting things going on. Um, in terms of um, themes about dark and light. It's super fun. I love that it's a game that I can play with my kids. It's probably on the slate for this Sunday, too. That's interesting. Um, most people would not take the name Diablo as a uh, play-with-the-kids kind of game, so that's good insight. All right, Blaine Kylo is here, solocore.com, at solocore on Twitter, Apple making big changes. Yeah, we talked last week about the Vision Pro. We talked about the new computers like the MacBook Air getting a 15-inch screen-sized edition. But there are also changes coming to Apple's various operating systems and some of the new features coming that are quite interesting. So one of the things about iOS 17 is when you plug it into your car, if you've got CarOS, SharePlay is now added to the CarOS. So that means if you're in the car and you've got your phone plugged in, anyone in the vehicle with an Apple device can actually connect to the iPhone that's connected to the car and they can use their iPhone to play music or podcasts or do the navigation thing. So you don't have to be handing your phone around. Anybody who's in the car that can connect to SharePlay is able to play music through oh. the phone. That so, sounds like a family vacation fight waiting to happen. Holy. No, it's genius because everybody has their phone and they can just queue things up one after another. Everybody takes yeah. a turn. Which, don't make me pull over this car. That's what it's <laughs> <laughs> You put on one more of these terrible songs, I got to drop you off. iPad OS 17, support for external webcams. So everybody who's been using their iPads for actual broadcasting devices, it's quite good for that. You can actually set up an external webcam through a USB. 
and plug that into your iPad, which uh, adds some flexibility there. With tvOS 17, you can actually do FaceTime now through your Apple TV. So what it does is it uses the camera on your iPhone or your iPad to be your camera, but then instead of showing you everybody else that you're talking to on your iPad or your iPhone, you can actually use your TV. So this is something that's built into FaceTime on tvOS. So another really good feature. And the other thing that Mac OS Sonoma is doing, so this is the next version of the operating system for the computers, is Apple's kind of getting into games in ways that once upon a time they were really big in. And so they've actually got a new game mode that's part of um, the new Mac operating system. So um, not only are games going to run better, but they've also announced Death Stranding, which is a Hideo Kojima game. It's actually being released for Macs. This is something that's quite distinct. And Apple has created a toolkit that's going to help game developers figure out how quickly they can take games that were created for Windows and port them over to run on a Mac so that they can determine what effort is going to be required before they start that work. This is quite significant. It's Apple saying, hey, we think that our systems are good enough and powerful enough to be used by gamers, and we know that gamers want to use our systems, and so they're creating environments to make that easier for developers. Love it. All right, cool stuff. I know that it's really weird now that when I go on to Zoom calls, I have an option to use my phone as a microphone or a camera separate of the computer I'm on which is weird, but that's the technology today. And it's kind of fun. So you can have multi cameras just through one phone or, or whatever it is you're working on. Thanks so much, Blaine Kylo. Everything. Yeah, they are talking to everything. It's wild. Uh, thank you so much. Happy Father's Day to you too, sir. You are a yeah. great dad. Thank you. You too and to all the other dads out there. 911.